Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. The following on podcast is proudly sponsored by Barbados Tourism. Before we kick off the show, I just wanted to take a moment to remind you that the ICC Men's Cricket T20 World Cup Final is taking place in Barbados this summer. This, by default, gives all of my fellow cricket fanatics the perfect excuse to go and book a holiday to Barbados in June and experience firsthand the euphoric atmosphere at the Kensington Oval, the cricket mecca of the Caribbean. If the cricket alone isn't enough to tempt you, then let me be the one to remind you that a trip to Barbados can also include leisurely strolls along the breathtaking coastline, mouth-watering flavours of the world-class Bayesian cuisine, and, of course, plenty of rum. Head to visitbarbados.org forward slash cricket today to book the trip of a lifetime to Barbados, the best place to be a cricket fan. Hello and welcome to the following on podcast from Talk Sport. I'm John Norman, alongside, as ever, Steve Harmison, looking back at an incredible day at Trent Bridge, where nearly 400 runs were scored. Uh, it's not been an ODI, uh, it's been a test match, and a test match where England were behind the game for much of the day. Uh, there may still be two full days to go, uh, all four results still possible and some incredible action to discuss with myself, John Norman, Steve Harmison here on the following on podcast. Well, if you're joining us, uh, you no doubt know by now that uh, England are still batting. They started it 90 for one. They ended it 473 for five. Nearly 400 runs scored. I still can't quite get my head around that. Uh, in and amongst the carnage, Ollie Pope went past 100 for the first time uh, north of the river. Um, Lees, Alex Lees was out for 67. Joe Root still there with 163. Uh, decent partnership with Ben Folks once again. More chances went down in the outfield. Cole Jameson limped off with what sounds like could be quite a nasty back injury. I'm not sure we're going to see him again in this test series. Um, but I'm going to start with Ben Stokes very shortly. 46 he scored. 33 balls, 6 fours, 2 sixes before he holed out. Uh, it was a, a ridiculous innings and further signs of what is to come. But was it the right uh, approach? And is this all it's going to be from Stokes from here on in? Loads to talk about here on the following on podcast. So let's get on with it. Story of the day. OK, Harmy, first up, that Ben Stokes innings, because uh, I mean, there's so much to talk about today from the poor slip catching to the poor outfielding to the Poor injury to Jameson, which looks like it's going to rob New Zealand of a bowler for the second match in a row to team selection. To why did Tom Latham keep Michael Bracewell back to the 68th over? Um, to to Joe Root. I mean, what more can you say about Joe Root? To Ollie Pope, you know, getting uh, the monkey off his back and scoring a century in England. 
um, at number three of all positions. But what I want to talk to you about is Ben Stokes, because that innings was jaw-dropping for the right reasons and the wrong reasons, I'd have to say. England may go on to win this match. And um, and if they do, much like that Lord's win, I'll look back at Stokes's innings because it will it will play a part. But is this really how he's going to go at every single innings from now on? I'm not sure he's going to go at it like at every innings from now on. I've said this many many times on on Talk Sport Cricket Collectives. Ben Stokes is one of the best situation players that I've ever seen. And I think when he walks out to middle at, what was it, 344 for four, tired bowlers, he's looking at the scoreboard thinking in a positive manner, thinking, right, for us to win the game, we are going to have to get under it in front. I don't think we can get bowled out 550, then the game, there's no time left in the game for two innings to go. You know, somebody's going to have to have a shocker. And he's thinking, I want to win the game. That's all I can think of is I want to win the game. So I'm going to have a go. I'm going to have a go at the, the New Zealand bowlers and let's see where, where it takes me. And all of a sudden, he get, gets a couple out in the middle and you're going, wow. Yeah, and you've seen him do this many, many times before. Cape Town, where we had it a few years ago. Um, he came in, played a, a, a blistering innings and then went and bowled the last session by himself to win the game. This is what Ben Stokes does. This is the character he is. And he always feels as though he can win a cricket match. And I think he's walked out there knowing the bloke at the other end doesn't look like getting out. I know he's been dropped a couple of times, but Joe Root just doesn't look like getting out. For the last 12, 24 months, he's been in such form that Stokes is going, I can bank on him being there at the end of the day. I'm going to have a go and I'm going to have a dart and I'm going to see what, pressure I can put back onto the New Zealand bowlers because they're flagging. And I thought he, he was, like you say, it was jaw-dropping. I thought it was it was a magnificent cameo. If it had gone on for another hour, we nearly got 400 runs in a day. If we went on for another hour, we'd have get 450. Yeah. It was, it was, it was brilliant. Um, and you know what? In a week's time in Headingley, where he's synonymous for what he did against Australia, you might have to go out and bat for two and a half hours, three hours, and block the block it, and you'll get two off about two hundred balls. That's what he. That's what he. It, he identifies what he needs at the time, and I think he's thinking in a positive mind when he's walking out to bat. I'm gonna have a go at these because now I'm gonna. You know, they're just getting a wicket. They're tired, um, and if I come off for a couple of hours, I'm gonna put us in a good position in the game. Yeah, it was it was jaw dropping to be honest because New Zealand had just got two quick wickets. There were still two over two hundred runs ahead. You know, yeah. Stokes gets out early. It's all well and good. Joe Root still being there at stumps, but that tail starts at eight. I think uh, Stuart Broad was padded up. By the way, you know he's going to come in ahead of Matthew Potts and just start to blaze away as well. And it wasn't just Stokes. Not sure if you saw, but Ben Folks, his third shot, I think, or his third ball he faced, he uppercut over the third slip, or he's he slashed a wide delivery up over third slip. So you can see it's the mantra is quite clear. Um Joe Root mixed his game up a little bit when Stokes was out, he kind of started rotating the strike a little bit. I'm not sure if his back was giving him a little bit of chip, actually. But um, but let's go back to the first session, actually, because 
You know, we saw runs for the first time from Alex Lees. We saw a century for Ollie Pope. This is a good batting track. Let's not get a, let's not get ahead of ourselves because nearly every single batsman has got to start. You know, um, and I was listening to some of the opinion that Alex Lees suddenly looks a Test player. I, I mean, yeah, I'm sure he does, he's but, but he's building a Test player. Yeah, that's, I mean, that's I mean, he's building a Test player. Yeah, and and it was a daft shot to get out to as well. Yeah, you know, it was a little break of concentration, and maybe. You know, maybe he'll look back at that and think that's not a shot I would have, I wouldn't have, you know, the, the technique he showed. It was always lazy, actually. It was almost like he was, he was, it was a strange shot anyway. It's just a, a, a momentary lapse of concentration. But high score in Test cricket, half century. And alongside Ollie Pope, the two really took the sting out of the day for New Zealand. You know, that big 141 run partnership for the second wicket, that is exactly what England needed. It was, and you're right. It was, it's a flat pitch, but I think that's, I think that's what England need at this minute in time, because they need to build some confidence in getting scores of more than 400. You're not going to get them on green seamers. You're not going to get them on wickets, good cricket wickets as, you know, NASA would, NASA, and NASA's right when he talks about, you know, test matches should be played on good cricket wickets, a contest between bat and ball. Now, England aren't very good on them wickets. We're not very good on them wickets because we can bowl teams out on them, but they get more runs than what we do because we struggle on them. So I quite like this. And I think it's a... Look, if we could have caught catchers in this game, we might be sitting here close to a result. Because yeah, both sides. Not, yeah. I had an incredible stat. Of the 24 chances that have been given, nine only nine of them have been taken or nine of them have gone down. Either way, whether there's been nine drops or 15 drops. Um, no, there couldn't have been 15 drops. But that's a lot of drops. I mean, again, today, Root was dropped on 27 by Southie. Tough chance. There was a skied effort when he tried to essentially get down and paddle yeah. sweep Southie, which... Jameson should have ran in from the fine leg boundary to catch, but it was put off by Blundell. Um, we saw uh, folks drop but at deep square leg by Young, went on nine. And then yesterday, you know, both Lees and Pope were dropped. Do you know what I mean? And then first innings, I mean, of all this talk about Ben Stokes making a mistake to, to bowl first, actually, you know, the, the further this game goes on, the more you realise that maybe he didn't make the wrong mistake. Because Joe Root should have caught Daryl Mitchell and they're 170 for five. They do not make 550. And you could argue that the best batting conditions are have been today and yesterday. We don't know what tomorrow will bring. And England should have been batting way sooner than they did yesterday. Mm. So, you know, it's um, the game could be way, way different to the one that we're seeing today. You're, you're ruling off out of result, really. You don't seem... See, I'm looking at that scoreboard and I'm thinking England, they've scored so quickly, you know, and third innings as well. I, New Zealand, had, it was the bane of their life for a long time, third innings. Yeah. And you know what it's like to be in a position. We won't, we're not going to talk about Adelaide. But you know what it's like to be in a position as a cricketer where you've, you're winning for four days and suddenly you're the only team that can lose on day five. Yeah. 
England are not going to get bowled out for much less than 550. I mean, that just isn't going to happen. Um, so let's say it's a one innings game with f- four to five sessions remaining. You know, the pressure on New Zealand is going to be, it's going to be up there. Yeah, but, I think. And I also think- the other thing is, right. So even if they bat for three sessions, New Zealand, okay. And they score, let's say they score 250, right? So they're bowled out for 250. England will go for it with two yeah. sessions to go. And you know what? It won't be Alex Lee's walking out there to, on day five no, no, no. after lunch. It'll probably be Stokes himself and, um, and Zach Crawley, and they're just going to go for it. And New Zealand are going to be terrified because they haven't got Jameson. And I reckon if England have got 60 overs to chase 270, it's on. Yeah, they'll, they'll have a go. I'm, I'm not ruling a result out of it. I'm just, yeah, you're talking about we have, we've had, what we had were 24 chances in the match. We've only had 15 wickets. You know, we've had we've had 15 wickets and all 15 were caught. So we, you know, they're, they're creating chances. Um, it tells you it's a good wicket. Batsmen can, you know, they're not getting LBW of the wall and that's nipping back. They're not getting bold. You know, it's not really swung massively. So it's the pitch is going to have to deteriorate. Something special. And we've seen a little bit of turn, a little bit of disruption. You know, we've seen a puff of dust every now and again. The odd one kept low. But still a fine, fine wicket to bat. The only result I can see from here is if England can bat till three o'clock tomorrow mm. afternoon, Root steers in, gets 250, 225, 250. Folks, bats a long period of time with him. And then New Zealand are out of the game from winning and they've fielded for the best part of two and a half days. Then all of a sudden, bang, 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 Ron Anderson gets on a roll. Yes, I can see that being being a result. England so that's get two ways. So there's two ways that England can win this match. You know, they either go one innings match or they take a lead, which I can see as well. Yeah, I can um, see them taking a lead. I can see them taking a lead because New Zealand are knackered. New Zealand to win this match, essentially need to they need to bowl England out. They're not bowling in England out for any less than sixty. So with a twenty run lead. And then, really, they're going to have to be bowled out. Yeah. Because I'm not. Do you know what I mean? We've had 15 wickets in three days. For New Zealand to win this game from here, they've got to get bowled out for next to nothing. Yeah. And then do the same to England. Yeah. Now, that's the thing. I can't see that happening. You just never know. But that to happen on a wicket, which I don't think has deteriorated as much as what. I remember playing a couple couple of times at Trent Bridge, and you're, you're thinking on day four and day five. And I mean, day four and day five, your feet in Trent Bridge as a bowler was just, it was torture because it was, it was rock hard. Um, some of the cracks you nearly fell in. <laughs> I don't see that from, from no. this surface. It looked as though it's held together nicely with a good covering of, of sort of, of dead grass. Um, so I don't see the ones running along the deck like they used to no, or the reverse no. swing no. like they used to. So for me, New Zealand, the only way they win this game is if they bowl England out before lunch tomorrow, and then they get bowled out by the end of the end of play, and then England have to chase England are chasing 180 and get rolled over. Yeah, it's tough. It's a, I think I haven't seen the uh, the wind viz. I almost think there's more ways of England winning this Test match now than New Zealand. Yeah, because yeah, 
for England to win, you only need another 15 wickets. For New Zealand yeah. to win, you need... 25. 25. Yeah. Um, what did you make of Ollie Pope today? Brilliant. Absolutely. Uh, chuffed the bits for the boy. Um, you know, when when people are, are, are having a go at me about wanting Ben Fox out the side, I didn't want Ben Fox out the side. I'm talking about Johnny Best or keeping wicket. I didn't want Ben Fox out the side. I wanted Ollie Pope in the side. And I thought the best way to get Ollie Pope to take the gloves because this boy is too good not to be playing cricket. He's average in test cricket. It's horrendous for the talent he's got. But he's only played 25 test matches. But average in 30, his average will get better if he gets back, like he has done. Um, and he you know, puts the level of performance and that, that's, that's, that's done. It's amazing when you're a player and you, your manager backs you, your coach backs you, your captain goes out of his way to back you. You know, you, the responsibility you have on your shoulders to go out and perform because of what they're doing for me um, was evident to see. A, a passage as a player. You know, I've been commentating on South Africa, India, watching the game, watching the England game on my iPad, and I'm going, we should be commentating on this game because of the, the level of, the level of like, from a 2020 point of view. I'm going, this is a 2020 compared to the one that we, we were on because some of the shots that Pope and... Hope and uh, Root were playing were were magnificent, and it was it's you want to see the heir apparent, you want to see the the sort of the the master teaching, you know, the next generation on how to go about constructing an innings, um, and I thought that was that was what was happening there. Joe Root is a you know he's got a lot invested in Ollie Pope because he captained him. And Ollie Pope looks up to Joe Root. I'm sure he hero worships you know, Joe Root batting number four. So the two of them bouncing off each other in the middle can only be good for England. Um, I thought his, his timing was you know, superb. I thought his, he, was, he got less frantic as, he, as his innings went on. Um, and his, his shot execution was just was beautiful. You know, extra cover, play that late cut. A lot of similarities with, with the great Ian Bell. Um, and I thought he's he's all round game. You know what? What was it? 145 off 239 balls. Um, I'm sure he'll go to bed tonight a happy man. But also, he's got his first hundred in England. And when the, when a coach backs you like McCollum and Captain Stokes has, then it's great to repeat. It. But now he's got to repeat with more and more and more. And he's he's got a chance to bat with Joe Root who is in ridiculous form for the next, what, what five test matches this summer, and stand there and forge a place at number three and say, this is mine for the next five, six, seven, ten years. And there's no better place to, to bat if you know for a fact the bloke at the other end who's coming in at number four, he, he hasn't looked like getting out for two years. So if I'm going to stand there and watch him bat and learn from him, well, actually, I've got the best seat in the house. So if I hang in there and hang around and we wicket early doors, it gets easier and I just feed off him because, you know, people are worried about bowling at him in Joe Root and I can just sort of slip under the radar a little bit and all of a sudden I'm 30 not out and I'm in and I'm aware. And I think that's that's what I'd be saying to Ollie Pope, you know, going forward, you know, value batting with one of the greatest that we've ever produced. I mean, whisper it quietly, but 
you know, there's still a long way to go, but the pieces are just starting to fall into place a little bit, aren't they? If, yeah, they if, are. if yeah, Pope, I, Pope I, can I, come I, good, I, sort of runs from Lees, um, you know, f- really important innings for folks. You know, there was more than one person on social media of the opinion that this would have been set up nicely for Joss Butler to come in and continue the work that Ben Stokes had done. But, you know, folks has just kept for 140 overs and not made a single mistake, and he's still there at stumps, although he was dropped, of course. Um, His glove work in this game has been amazing. His glove work at, at Lords was amazing. Got, we've, got to, we've got to push this Joss Butler down the river now. He ain't coming oh, back. Don't, don't, yeah, he don't get me back. wrong. Don't get yeah. me wrong. I he just think, you know, there's... Moeen Ali is officially unretired himself. So the pressure will be on. Look, if, if New Zealand have, you know, essentially Michael Brace, they've made a massive error leaving it so late to throw the ball to Michael Bracewell. He got some turn. He's great. He got some flights and revs. He got bounce as well. Real, you know, he got some bouncing and it was a mistake. He should have, he should have played more. But Jack Leach, over to you tomorrow, possibly. You know, so again, yeah, it, the that can dispel the mowing. That can dispel the mowing one if Jack Leach yeah. gets wicked. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely, absolutely. And Mowen comes it... back, he ends Jack Leach's career. Jack Leach yep. is finished in international yep. cricket if Mowen comes back. One thing I will say on Bracewell, I'm pleased New Zealand picked him because they left the right one out. They left Ratch and Ravinder out, sent him to Durham, and he's, he's 140 not out. Is he? Oh, yeah. brilliant. Unbelievable Boy. debut, 140. The last I seen, he was 140 not out. There's about eight overs to go. He's batted all the way through. On his debut, I, so I'm over the moon. I can't believe he didn't, he didn't play in this game. I, I've got no idea why they sent him home. He's a natural opener. Will Young isn't. I mean, Will Young played pretty well, actually. But, um, but yeah, from a, 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 briefly, on New Zealand, from the bowler's perspective, Tim Southey saw one or two go down. Um, actually, he put one down himself, but he's gone wicketless again. He looked tired, very tired. Trent Bolt, I thought, was a pick of the bowler's. Matt Henry was expensive. Jameson was injured and a bit of a concern. Sharp pain in his lower left back. So that doesn't sound particularly good. Daryl Mitchell, we didn't see. Bracewell, we've just spoke, spoke about. But as you cast your eye over New Zealand. Um, well, worked hard. Worked hard again. Put ball in good areas. Built some pressure. As a bowler, you know, a former bowler myself, sometimes you can bowl, have all the plans in the world and, Element of luck doesn't go your way. Our DRS was just bouncing over the top. Um, and you have a million drop catches on both sides. As bowlers, you shake your head and you go, well, you know, we created, we've created enough chances to, to bowl this team out. Unfortunately, we haven't. And if you don't take your chances against good players, and I mean good player in Ollie Pope, great player in Joe Root, the punishing, and I think that was, that was what happened to New Zealand New Zealand today, Bristol bowled nicely. Bolt did what Bolt does. I think Broad and Saudi in this test series have been, apart from one, the odd spell, have been a little bit short of a gallop, I think. Um, not, I don't think they've been the, the bowlers of you know, the last few months. Um, and that will change. That will improve when they get to Headley because the more the bowl, the better they'll be. But I think all in all, you know, they tried hard. Henry, I thought Henry bowled well in the first session, but he just, every now and again, he chucked the four ball in because he was trying to get wickets. And that's what his job is. When people say the quick bowl is expensive, I'm not bothered. I never, ever worried about how many runs I went for. 
because I my Hoggard was the the one that the runs. Philly was a little bit warm with the runs. Charlo could bowl over the wicket with the runs. If I went at seven and over and got five wickets, I did my job. I'm not bothered about seven and over. And that's what I think sometimes you look at Henry. And I think that's what will happen when Wagner comes in the side. Um, at head and leave probably for Jameson, which is a big loss because that number eight spot, they're going into, they'll potentially go into head and leave. If no Kyle Jameson, exactly the same as England, would possibly fall in. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. A lot can happen in three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. The following on podcast is proudly sponsored by Barbados Tourism. If your passion for travel is on par with your passion for cricket, then I have some excellent news. The ICC Men's Cricket T20 World Cup Final is being hosted in Barbados this June, which makes it the perfect destination for your summer holidays this year. To make the most of your trip, you can also experience eight matches from the series in Barbados, including England against Scotland and England against Australia. In under a month's time, you could be spending your days exploring the vibrant streets of Bridgetown, drinking rum in the sunshine and experiencing exotic Bayesian delicacies in the culinary capital of the Caribbean. There truly is something for everyone. There's no need to wait a second longer. Head to visitbarbados.org forward slash cricket today to book the trip of a lifetime to Barbados. Truly the best place to be a cricket fan. What is going to happen tomorrow? OK, Harmy, what's going to happen on day four at Trebridge? I think England will back long tomorrow. And I think possibly just after lunch, I think England will be the probably one of the, the... I think England will be the only team that can win the game just after lunch. If England can get to lunch tomorrow and have some sort of lead just after and get bowled out, then it becomes... It becomes a one and ends game, but it, it comes uh, a, a one and ends game when you've been in the field for two and a bit days. And if New Zealand don't get off to a good start, England take all the catches. I think England have got a great chance of wrapping the, of winning this game. I think it's a long shot because I still think the pitch is very, very good. Um, if we are sitting here and New Zealand are one down, two down at the end of play, then we're going we're gonna well, to be. That- yeah, that's the case. Yeah, we do. We do. Unless, of course, they're twenty for two, and uh, England have scored seven hundred and fifty, and then they've got all yeah. data back tomorrow. But uh, on day five, but we'll see. We'll look. We'll route to get a double hundred. All right. Well, you heard it here first. Here on the uh, following on podcast. Thanks for listening.
The following on podcast is proudly sponsored by Barbados Tourism. And this is your gentle reminder that Barbados is the best place to be a cricket fan. With eight matches from the ICC Men's T20 Cricket World Cup Series taking place in Barbados this summer, including the final, you can experience the summer of a lifetime by booking today. Aside from immersing in world-class cricket in the sunshine, Barbados is the dream destination for all travel enthusiasts. It is where adventure meets paradise, the culinary capital of the Caribbean, and better still, the birthplace of rum. If you are keen to unite with cricket fans across the globe for what is set to be an unforgettable summer, then head to visitbarbados.org forward slash cricket today. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.